fantastic news, the greatest news of all time. Take off your masks, head out into the street, do whatever you want, forget about social distancing, get as close as you want to other people, get on their backs, get in their face. Apparently, COVID is gone. COVID-19, coronavirus is, is over. It, it, it is apparent that there is no such thing as COVID-19 now that the media has decided that Joe Biden is president-elect. Thousands, millions, hundreds of thousands of people were out on the streets celebrating in Boston, in Philadelphia, uh, in Michigan. They're, they're, they're celebrating all across the country, gathering in mass crowds, and nobody is talking about coronavirus. And no one is talking about how they're going to spread fucking COVID. But for months, weeks, days, almost the entire year leading up to the election, us that supported President Trump took nothing but crap about being around other people, not wearing masks. We weren't, we weren't uh, uh, practicing social distancing. We, we wanted to open up our businesses. And yet I haven't heard the mutant media talk at all about how all the liberals, all the Democrats that are out celebrating partying are spreading the coronavirus while we're in a spike. In the, right now in the United States, we're allegedly spiking. Massachusetts is showing record high numbers, but yet no one is talking about how these people are getting together. If, if Trump had won, we can get into the Trump thing, whether you think he won, whether you think he lost. I, please, let's hold that off for a second. I'm just trying to make a point that... Now that the media, the, the, the mutant media has said Trump has lost, it is okay to get together and have massive Joe Biden wins parties. It's okay to go out in the streets and celebrate and pop champagne and have a good old time as if they're not going to spread the disease and no one's talking about it. Nobody's saying, you know, for example, leading up to the election, oh, they, they, there were studies about how the president... Has has uh, is a super spreader, and his rallies are are giving everybody coronavirus, and at least seven hundred people have died because of it. But no one's talking at all or mentioning at all that with the millions of people out in the streets celebrating because ding dong, ding dong, the witch is dead, and apparently COVID is too. It's no big deal. I, I the only reason I'm bringing it up is I I just. I can't stand, uh, there's one thing I can't stand is a double, I, I can't stand a double standard. I hate it. it. It drives me bonkers in life. It drives me bonkers in anything. So, Like, for example, I don't let my wife get away with that shit. There, there, I, I, when a double standard arises, I call it out. If you can do something and I cannot, no, I, I, will, I will not remain quiet. I, I can't. And, and I don't care either way. So Trump, who I, I voted for Trump. You guys know I'm a Trump supporter. If Trump people and the Trumpism people do something and then they get mad for the Biden people or the liberals for do something, I will call them out. And I will do the same if a Democrat, if a liberal does something and then they complain about Trump. So, for example, all we heard for months is how these rallies are killing people. And for months that we are getting together and we're spreading COVID and it's a danger to society that we get together and how dare we get together like this. 
and then the second their guy wins, well, it's okay now. We, I mean, before then it was okay because if you were Black Lives Matter, you could get together and you could have a you could have a rally or a protest or you could loot and riot and you wouldn't spread COVID. So these are the things. COVID doesn't. You can't uh, get COVID if you're rioting, if you're burning buildings down, if you're flipping police cars, if you're having rallies. Uh, of course, Black Lives Matter rallies. But you can get COVID if you're at a Trump rally, if you're at a protest against anything that's liberal. You'll you'll most certainly get COVID. Um, you'll get COVID if you're if you're. You know, if you if you believe in the Second Amendment and you you carry a gun to protect yourself, your legal right. If you support Donald Trump, you you can get COVID. Now, conversely, on the other side, you can't get COVID if you're at a at a Trump. I'm sorry, if you're at a Biden rally, uh, you can't get COVID. If you if you're a Democrat, you can't get COVID. If you hate Trump, you you kill, you didn't get COVID this weekend when you were partying on Saturday. When they announced that, when the uh, the mutant media announced that Joe Biden would be the next president of the United States, COVID died. So COVID's over. So Charlie Baker here, uh, Governor Baker, lift your restrictions on us. We want to go out past nine o'clock. Um, I, I was reading signs while I was driving my son home that if you're in a car with more than one person, you have to wear a mask. That that goes away. It's over. That there is no more COVID, right? That's what the Democrats are telling me. I, I hate that shit. And I don't even want to bitch about this right now because there's more important things that we need to talk about when it comes to next steps for Trump and what, what's happening in the election, what's happening in the country. It just drives me absolutely insane to deal with double standards. To, to, like, for example, it, Jennifer Lawrence, and act, the actress Jennifer Lawrence is in Boston running up and down the streets excited of the fact that Joe Biden is one and she has her mask on. Oh, I'm doing it right. I'm I'm wearing my mask and celebrating. Bitch, you're out. You'd speak out against us if we were out in public. Now we now I have to wear a mask to walk my fucking dog. But yet you guys can get together hundreds of millions of thousands of you and celebrate your victory and hope that you don't get fucking COVID, right? But the, you don't see the Republicans not coming out and bitching about it. Drives me nuts. So I don't know. Is, is COVID over? Because that's that's really what I'm getting. That that's what I'm seeing. Here's what's currently happening. Let, let's update everybody. First, let's do this. This is spazzing out America's podcast. I do the podcast five times a week. I do it Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays. I try to go on around six o'clock in the morning, which trust me, it absolutely sucks for me. I wake up usually, I'm a morning person, I'm usually up about 4.45 anyways, but I'm not awake until about 7. I'm really not. I could be out and about, I could be even doing the podcast, but I'm not really there. I'm not, I'm not awake yet. So I try to wake up early enough so that I can. I'm nursing a, a pulled tooth. I had a, a tooth extraction last week and I, and I believe I have what they call as a dry socket. The reason that I believe that is, let's see, so it's, uh, I got it Wednesday, so it's Friday. No, Friday, what about Thursday? Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Mondays, five days later, and I'm in ridiculous pain. So I think that I have a dry socket, no big deal. We'll get through it. A couple weeks from now, we'll be all good. We'll be eating turkey dinner. Uh, you know, we'll be having turkey dinner with all our family and other members because COVID is over. Because now that Joe Biden is president, COVID doesn't exist. Um, so I, I deal with these things, but I still do the podcast. 
You can get the podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio. Hey Alexa, you can ask Alexa. Hey Alexa, play Spaz. You have to say the whole thing. Hey Alexa, play Spazzing Out America's podcast. She'll play that. That bitch will play that shit for you. She'll get that for you. Sometimes Alexa does things that my wife won't even do for me. Like, hey, honey, can you can you change the channel? She won't. But I'll ask Alexa when I'm watching my my uh, what 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 the fuck is it called? The Fire Stick. Boom! She changes the channel for me. Alexa's great. No, that that my, my wife sees this. She's gonna fucking kill me, honey. I love you. All right, so that's how you can get the podcast. Look, most people don't listen or watch. On Facebook or on Twitter or on YouTube, if you are watching on that, share, like my page, do all that stuff. Most of you guys are watch are, are listening on an app. Uh, recently, we've been around 700 downloads or, or streams per episode per day. So thank you very much for tuning in. And you continue to turn out with, with big numbers as the podcast grows. We've been doing it for almost, well, it's not almost a year, but we've been doing it since February. So thank you so much for being here. Here is the current update and, and what's going on. Over the weekend, <clears throat> the media... Uh, all medias basically came out and they projected Joe Biden to be the president-elect and that Joe Biden will in fact win the presidential election. The next, and, and listen, I, I, I can't get into beefs and arguments with, with my people, with the Trumpers about this. Cause I, I support the president, but I'm also a person that tries to make an educated decision. And I try to look at the numbers and I, and I feel that unfortunately the path to victory here is, is next to impossible for our president. It, it's next to impossible. doesn't mean that it's not possible. He is going to challenge in court in Georgia. He's going to challenge in court in Pennsylvania. He's going to challenge in court <clears throat> in Arizona. Uh, he's resubmitting cases in Michigan and in Wisconsin. So yes, he's going to fight tooth and nail. But after it goes to court, it, it, here's the problem. The court may hear it. The court may not hear it. And if they do hear it and the president doesn't hear what he wants to hear, it, we need to move on. I, I am all for his day in court. So please don't get me wrong on this. I am all for it. And I'm not for it because I'm like, oh, you know, I want fraud. I don't want fraud. This is the, 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 the United States. I, I do not want to hear that there was voter fraud. Now, clearly... In some cases, there is fraud. What, what the president is going to do over the next week, he set up a bunch of rallies. The president is <clears throat> going out on a on a on a uh, the vote is fraud rally. He's going to go out with uh, obituaries of people that voted that were born in like 1850, 1900, 18, uh, 1890, and he's gonna you know go to the court uh, of the people. The problem is the people that he's speaking to are going to be us, and we're already on his side. Half the country is not on his side. You guys have to, <clears throat> you know, think logically instead of thinking butthurt. Because I'm butthurt. What's happening here is it's terrible that the fact that the president is not going to move on is upsetting to me just as much as it is upsetting to you. Yes, my butt hurts just like my tooth hurts. But now you have to start thinking reality and you got to start thinking legacy and you have to start thinking transition. But before we get to moving on from that, let's get our day in court. I think that the president deserves his day in court and anybody that says he doesn't is an ass. The Democrats will come out and say he doesn't deserve his day in court. Well, when you say someone doesn't deserve their day, you also believe when it's your turn to go to court 
then you don't deserve your day. Al Gore didn't deserve his day in court, right? Is that what you're saying? You're saying when uh, the Green Party for Hillary Clinton, when they wanted the recount in Wisconsin, that they didn't deserve their day in court. Everybody, if they think something nefarious is going on and they have some kind of evidence of it, which there is some evidence that there was fraud, well, then the court has to see it. That's what's great about our system. That's what's great about the United States. When you think something is fucked up, we have checks and balances. So let the checks and balances happen. And if they happen in favor of Biden, that fucking blows. But we need to move on. If they happen in, fa in favor of Trump and things get shooken up, it's just not likely, guys. That's the problem. This is where I have a, 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 a tough time having a conversation with my beloved Trumpers that... Sometimes reality gets skewed. I don't see the path that you guys see. And and these are tough decisions for me. I don't it's it's like when I'm talking to Patriots fans and they still think that the fucking Pats have a ch have a chance at making the Super Bowl. Some guy explaining the fact that the Pats could go 9 and 7 and still make the playoffs. I want to bug you're a fucking retard. So, I don't see it yet because I haven't seen any proof. Like I'll, I I want to see a smoking gun. I want to see the big proof evidence that there was voter fraud in Pennsylvania, that there was voter fraud in Michigan, and I haven't heard anything much about voter fraud in Georgia, but I want to see the proof. Now, one of the big things that's happening in Pennsylvania is that they might have taken votes after a certain deadline and either postmarked them or they just counted them because the governor said fucking count them. Or because, I'm sorry, because the court said you could get the state court. So there might be something there where they can overturn some votes. The problem is if Georgia, if Pennsylvania is the only one that gets overturned, the president still doesn't win. It takes Biden down from 290 to 270. He still has enough to clear. You have to win back multiple states. You have to win back Pennsylvania. You have to win back Georgia. You have to get either Michigan or you have to get Arizona or another state to still pull this off. The road or the path to victory is not very likely. It's just not. Now, what you have to do, and this is going to piss off a lot of my listeners, that it's, it's, it is what it is. I like the president. What we need to start looking at are some of the things that the president did that is great. We need to look at some of the things moving forward. First and foremost, Trumpism, as what I, what I would call Trumpism, or what I would call America first, is live and well. The president did something great for this country that hasn't been done in years since at least Ronald Reagan was president. He reminded Americans that America is first, that we can't take a second seat to anybody. He reminded politicians and the leaders and the people that are in charge that America doesn't give one-sided deals to other countries, meaning we don't just give you aid without something in return. He reminded <clears throat> leaders that we don't do trade deals that aren't good for American businesses. He reminded everybody that we need to think our country first, and we can do Trumpism without Trump. I'm not saying I want to do it without Trump, so let me be clear on that. I'm not saying I want to. What I'm saying is we can take that and we can move on with it, with the new look Republican Party. Yes, I am a Republican, and <clears throat> I'm all for the new look Republican Party. I'm all for the American first Republican Party. Getting back to the roots of protecting the hard working class middle, uh, uh, middle, I don't want to say middle income, but you know, the, the working class, us, us, me, you, the guys that get up every single day, 
go to work, work our butts off. The ones that are going to get surely fucking killed when Biden's taxes hit. And we'll get into that in a second about how that's going to be tough for us. But lucky enough, Republicans picked up seats in the House. Not enough to be the majority, but enough to fuck shit up. And it looks like we'll keep a slim, slim majority in the Senate. Of course, there's going to be a runoff in Georgia, which could really fuck shit up for us. But I think we will be okay. So we'll have a balance of power between the Democrats and the Republicans. But the best part of everything is we all now agree and we all now stand by America is great. By putting America first. The president, his legacy, Donald Trump's legacy will always be and will remain the fact that he reminded us that we are the best country, that everything we do needs to be American, that we need to build American, that we need to buy American, that we need to support Americans, that when there's an American trapped by terrorists in another country, we fucking get them out. We save them. We send them in. That when someone strikes an American embassy, we drop a fucking bomb on their ass. He let everybody know that there are no second places for America, that we do not take a second seat to anybody, that we are the best and we come first and then we'll deal with your shit. And that is something we have to continue. That is something we need to move on and we need to keep that, his legacy, if he is remembered for anything. And I'm talking like he's dead. But my point is, going forward, if things don't work out for the president in court, which I, I'm sorry, I'm not one of those people that think that it will. If it doesn't work out well for him, we as Republicans need to keep the Trumpism alive. We need to keep America great. We need to, and we have to do it in our lives and in our everyday lives. And we have to do it in the people that we vote for. And God forbid, maybe we need to run for office. Maybe there are some people, but I'm passionate, dude. I would run for office, but I'd get my ass ripped raw. My, the skeletons in my closet have fucking skeletons, bro. You think you got, you think you got beefs? You go into my closet, the fucking skeletons hide from my skeletons. So someone like myself probably wouldn't, I mean, shit, I'd run for office the next day that had me running down the street naked when I was like fucking 18, 19, 20. Shit, I probably did it when I was 30. I did. I think I did it when I was 30. I was hosting an event for Singular Wireless. I don't even know if they're around anymore. And I ran ass naked through it. And then Singular Wireless pulled their advertising. $70,000. <laughs> that wasn't a good day for me at Intercom. So I, I would run because I'm passionate, but I, I'm not the guy. I, You know what I mean? I, I, I would get out there and I'd run as a new Republican. And I'd run at, at I call it the new Republican because we, we're, we're getting back to the roots of nothing but supporting America. America first. Military. Law and order. Protecting ourselves and making sure that the middle class guy doesn't get fucked in taxes so that he gets to keep more of his money instead of uh, spending more. The new, the new class of Republicans, thanks to Donald Trump, which you can see that even though Trump didn't win, or I know, again, I don't want to piss you guys off because I know he's going to have his day in court, the Republican Party still did very well in this election, keeping the Senate and gaining seats in the house. I just can't go, I can't get there with you guys yet on, on going to court. I, we should go to court. Yes. I just don't see how it's going to happen. And if it doesn't, I can't, 
I'm telling you, I, I, my head will explode if there's not a clear and, 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 and the transition needs to be fucking honorable, people. It needs to be honorable. And I'm going to call out all, listen, I'm going to call out all my, my Republican homies, guys, right now. If, if, if it moves on and Joe Biden is in fact elected and Joe Biden is inaugurated, it is inaugurated. It, it does become the uh, 46th president of the United States. I'll call you guys all the fuck out. Because for four years, we bitched at Democrats saying that that's your president. Well, now you're going to get stuck with the guy you don't want to be president. Will you be, like me, honorable? You can disagree with the man. We'll have plenty of conversations on Spazzing Out America's podcast about the policies that we don't like. But will you show respect for the office? The same respect that you demanded that President Trump get. Or will you be a hypocrite? Will you not be an American first? Or will you be like the Democrats who bitched and moaned about Trump the whole fucking time? And what you did back in turn was, oh, he's our president. You have to honor him. Will you, will you be that person? Because I will be. I will respect the office. I respect the president of the United States no matter who he is. I don't have to agree with him. That is my right as an American. And it's also my right as someone who hosts a podcast to talk about the policies that will be coming up and the changes that might happen, and give my opinion on them. But at the end of the day, I will have nothing but respect for whoever is the President of the United States. As an American, I support the flag, I support the Constitution, I support our Republic, and if our President is someone that I do not like, I will not disrespect the President. I may from time to time make comments and call him an idiot and say this is stupid, but I don't mean it in the terms of the way that, de- you know what I'm talking about, how the Democrats are just vicious. The, these people that don't like Trump, they're just, their hate is beyond hate. They, they don't just hate, they, they, they wish him ill. They don't want to see him make it. I won't do that. And I hope that you guys won't do that. I guess what I'm trying to do is appeal to my, my fellow Republicans, to the fellow Trumpism people, to the Trumpers, that we might be in for a long fucking battle for the next four years. We're going to have to tough it out, and we're going to have to stick together, and we're going to have to push the vision that our President Trump had for for America, which is America first, and we have to keep that alive as we move over the next four years, and if I were, if I, let me give you an example, if I were someone prominent in the Republican Party, I would look for an image change. I would most certainly go for younger more vibrant candidates. Now, now, I'm not saying that Trump's not vibrant. The guy's got more fucking energy than anybody I know. But they need to get... To, I'm, I'm talking someone in their 50s, um, or 50s to 60s, maybe a Ted Cruz, um, uh, DeSantis uh, down in, in the governor in Florida. We find somebody, and we find someone quick. Real quick. And you start a, a, a campaign, uh, you know... A PR campaign for the next four years, reshaping, you rebrand our party as the American First Party. You know, you call it the Republican Party, but tout the middle class and how we support the middle class. Tout the Constitution and how we support the Constitution. Tout how we support America First. You you unload a four-year fucking campaign. You rally all the Republicans together. No division in the Republican Party like we have now. They succeeded. 
The Democrats succeeded in division in our party, which was terrible. Right now, you don't see a God. You see like fucking Ted Cruz and Jeff Sessions is like the only Republicans coming out supporting our guy right now. They're the only ones on TV saying that going to court is the right thing to do. Everybody else is fucking scattered. They're gone. They, they remind me of like when my, when, I, when, I, when my car broke down and my dad was like, fucking, where'd all your friends go? They ran. They took off. He goes, well, they're not your friends. And I think we could think clearly like that anyways, that most people, uh, that don't, don't get me wrong. No, wait, let me be clear on this. The Republicans that have been in, in the Senate for, I don't know, 30, 40 years, those, bro, they're excited because it's the good old boys again. It's, we're going back to the good old boys, the swamp, because Joe Biden, don't forget, Joe was in the Senate for years. He was boys with Mitch McConnell. He was, even Jeff Sessions who was speaking out, he was boys with him. These guys are tight. They're, they, they're all hung out. They're all senators for years and years and years. They bet they high-five each other. They probably fucking jerk each other off. Now, I'm sure they don't do that, but you get, you get what I'm saying? So it's going back to the good old boys. That's where we really lose. We really lose because you're going back to the good old boys. You're going back to government collusion. You're going back to guys that work together in the Senate for 30, 40 years. Biden's going to be able to get shit done with Mitch O'Connell because they're going to be high-fiving because it's like, oh, hey, remember the time we tag-teamed that chick and the fucking down in the basement at the Senate? So it's, it's, it's not glorious that... We be, we're basically going back to insider Washington. So it's our job moving forward. Here, I, I, I'll, I'll do this and then I'll move on from it. We'll have our day in court. I would like to see some kind of evidence as to, to, to damning evidence. Not one or two obituaries. I think every single election has someone that's fucking dead that voted. It's been happening since... I, I bet you someone dead voted for George Washington. I want to see damning evidence that there was major fraud enough to tur- to overturn. I don't see that right now, so I'm not one of the people that believes that the president will win in court. I think he will go to court. I think it will go away, and the transition will start. Speaking of the transition, I, I can't stand, I'm already aggravated with the, what, what's going on with the transition team and what's going on with Democrats. Listen, when a president... During it, when a president, I, I'll break this down for you. So there is a a, a law, it, like not, I don't know what year, 1960 or something like that. There's a presidential transition law that when a president, when when it, when there is a new president or someone wins president elect, millions of dollars in funds are released to their transition team to get them ready so that they'll be up and running by by January 20th. The funds have not been released yet. The the person in charge of it. Um, hasn't released the funds. The reason she hasn't released the funds is she says we don't have a clear winner yet and there's going to be litigation, so we're not releasing the funds. I don't have a problem with that and I wouldn't have a problem the other way around. If it was a Democrat, let's say it was Barack Obama and he didn't want to release the funds to to Trump because it was going to go to court, I, I would get that. I would say, okay, well, they're going to court. That's like, you, you know, let's say you were getting divorced 
and you you know you you gave all your money to your wife before you went to court. You wouldn't do that. You'd, the the fucking bank account would get frozen. You'd go to court. The court would decide, and then the money would get allocated. So I don't want to hear the Democrats on that shit. They're bitching up and down that they haven't got the money for transition. Well, because because the election is is being con- contested, it's going to fucking court. So chill out. We'll find out quick. They'll move very fast. You'll know. And and you know what's even worse? They haven't even the electoral college hasn't even got together and voted yet. So by the time that happens, we'll know. By the time that happens, we'll have gone to court. It'll either be yes, there was fraud, or no, there is there is no fraud. And then the, the electoral college will vote, and then you'll get your money. Chill the fuck out. Chill out. Moving forward, let me redesign moving forward so that we can all be on the same page. If the president did anything for us, He reminded us, and I'll say it again, he reminded everybody that America is great, that we're the greatest country on the planet. For years, we have put ourselves second best. For years, we traded, uh, we, we sent our jobs to China, to Mexico, to other countries. We had shitty trade deals. We gave out aid to countries without something in return. We defended countries without something in return. We basically bent over for other countries and the president reminded us that we are the greatest country. We are currently energy uh, independent. We don't need any other country's energy. We can get all our energy right here at the United States, which is at risk. Let's hope that doesn't change. Let's hope that people, let's, let's hope that it, it cut across the aisle that being the best and being American is still great and the American dream still lives. We need to keep that going. As Republicans, as I call it, the new Republican Party, the new look Republican Party, the Republicans need to set a four-year rebranding campaign with younger candidates, a younger next generation of us. Like, I would run for office as a Republican in a heartbeat, but I wouldn't be a good candidate because I have too much shit too many things that they could get picked apart, too many problems that, that I've had in my life that would surely get chewed up. But we need to find good, strong candidates that believe in the Trumpism style of politics, which is America first, middle class, hardworking men first, making not everybody, I just meant hardworking people. Um, America first in trade deals, America first, when we're giving you aid, you give us something back, if we have a military base protecting you, you give us something back, bringing jobs back to America, putting tariffs on other countries so that we don't buy goods from China and from uh, Mexico that we buy them right here in the United States, giving corporate companies tax breaks so that they hire more people and the cost of goods go down. But the only way to do it is if they start doing it now. You can't wait until, you know, 2023 to put forth your candidate. You guys need to find someone. We need to find somebody quick in the next year or so. And everybody, all the Republicans need to get behind this guy. We can't have a year of ridiculous, stupid primaries where you have 10 Republicans beating the shit out of each other. Everybody get on board with one solid candidate, a Ted Cruz or... Um, uh, DeSantis from, from Florida, you get behind this guy and we back the shit out of him and we push forward to making America great again. Simple. Moving forward, we remain a great country. Moving forward, we remain the fact that we are 
America and that we are great and the American dream still lives. And all the meanwhile, we will not be hypocrites. We will not be hypocrites. We will criticize the policies of our president, the soon-to-be president, but we will not disrespect him the way Democrats disrespected our guy because we are better than that. Now, I'm going to go on to one next thing and then I'm going to end the podcast because it's going to piss you guys off more than anything. I will be extremely disappointed in President Trump. So, again, I am one of those people that believes the Patriots will not make the fucking Super Bowl this year. And I'm also one of those people that think that the president will not bode well in court and that unfortunately this contest is over and that Joe Biden will be our next president. If President Trump does not go to the inauguration, if President Trump does not, if he loses in court, I'm saying, if he loses in court, if he does not accept the loss, if he does not, um, I don't care if he concedes or not, but if he does not accept the loss and make an easy transition for our next president and he doesn't show up to the inauguration, for me, that will be a major grievance. I will be extremely upset and disappointed with the president. Everybody, every one of us, we're all Americans. The president is not above us. We show respect for the office, like it or not. It's just like when an athlete doesn't go. I can't stand when athletes get invited to the White House and they don't go. Whether you like the guy or not, he is our president. You show respect for the office. You don't have to agree with his politics. You can disagree with him. But we all band together as Americans for a show of respect till we show the world that we all respect our commander-in-chief. Although, because America is great, we can disagree with him. We can have our grievances. And every four years, if we're not happy, we re-elect somebody else. And I would like to see that type of, uh, I don't want to say journal, that type of respect, that type of American, uh, of American grit, where we understand that we're not happy with the results, but this is America, and we're going to work our ass off over the next four years to change it. And we're going to work our ass off to make sure that certain policies don't get overturned. We're going to work our butts off in the Senate and in the House of Representatives to make sure we save a lot of the policies that were put in place to protect us. And if we can't do well in that, then we focus on getting him out in four years with somebody better. But in the meantime, we're not hypocrites. The president needs to show up to the inauguration and not be a whining fucking baby about it. When you lose... You shake someone's hand and you admit that you got bested. You give your best effort. You try to win the general election. If you don't win, you're fucking right. You take it to court. You get your day in court. If you don't win in court, you got bested. You accept the fact that you got bested. You think about the things that you didn't do right, which, as you guys know, I believe that the Republican Party did a piss poor job at getting mail-in ballots. Mail-in ballots were deemed legal and we did a shit job getting them. We should have got more. We got bested a fucking three to one. They almost got 90. I'm sorry. They almost got 80,000 of them. I'm 80 million. They almost got 80 million mail-in votes to our 30 million. Should be ashamed of yourselves. Should be fucking embarrassed. The, the, The president's campaign team should all fucking jump off a bridge for their garbage performance and not helping getting the president reelected. And here we are, stuck in a spot where we got to fucking put egg on our face with bird shit all over us and we got to fucking shake the hand 
of our next president, but we'll do it because we're great Americans, because we love this country, and we understand that now we have four years to amass the greatest team. You have four fucking years to do it. So let's do it. And it starts with people like us. It starts with people that believe in everything that we saw over the past four years, and we can't let it go. We have got to maintain that America is always put first, and when it is not, we need to call it out. We need to have protests over the next four years when we feel like this country isn't putting America first and the working class first. We need to bitch. We need to moan. And we need to find our guy. Maybe maybe it's Trump in four more years. I don't, I don't know. I'd like to see the party go a little younger. I'd like to see someone, like I said, Ted Cruz or, or the governor down in Florida or somebody else in their 50s, maybe 40s. Someone that's a little more vibrant that's going to be around for a little bit longer. Someone that could fight for us, that, that, that relates to us. I'd love to see someone my age that relates to me that was a working class man and understands how difficult it is to make a living when our jobs are going overseas or when things are getting manufactured in other countries and how much bullshit that is. But all the while, if things don't work out for us in court, we'll be respectful. All right, that's it, guys. Thank you so much for for living. Thank you so much for listening to America's podcast. We'll find out today some of those legal advances that the president is going to make in Pennsylvania in Georgia, and in Arizona. He's also going to resubmit in Michigan and in Wisconsin. So, I, I, I guess, fingers crossed. Unfortunately, I, I'm, I'm not one of those people that think it's going to go very, very well in court. Thank you for listening to America's Podcast.